Hi, my name is Tecla Francesco, and I'm trying to spread the word about how practicing the law of attraction can significantly improve your physical and mental health. Join me and like-minded friends to learn more about gratitude and how to manifest health and wellness beyond your wildest dreams. Get ready to transform your life as I share my journey about harnessing the power of the law of attraction to achieve abundance. From overcoming chronic pain to eliminating daily anxiety to treating a mental illness, I've experienced so much and I can't wait to share my proven principles and techniques with you. My goal is for you to leave our weekly episodes with easy and actionable steps to implement effortlessly into your day-to-day life so you can reach your own personal health and wellness goals. So let's dive right in. Hello, my wellness witches. I'm your host, Tekla. This is Heal Yourself with the Law of Attraction. And today I'm recording in my new, very luxurious and very comfortable silk pants. I'm obsessed. They're amazing. I love them. And I know it's going to be a good day, friends. As you know, I like to start every episode with something I'm grateful for in my life. This week, I'm grateful that we're finally moving back into our house. I can't begin to explain how weird it is to have moved back home to Sydney from the U.S. after over a decade living abroad and not be in my childhood home. So much has happened over the past 12 months. We've had wedding celebrations, holidays, countless family events, and overseas vacations, but we haven't had any time at home. Well, this week, it's all happening. My family is back from Europe. As you know, I cut out from that vacation a little early, and we will be reunited and back living in our house tomorrow. It's really interesting how much of a void it's been. I think with my big move and life changes, I expected to feel more settled than I am, and I think it has a lot to do with not actually being home. I'm going through the process now of curating my bedroom. I'm actually taking over the downstairs of our house. We're turning it into a studio with its own entrance so I have my own space, and I'm really excited about it. I'm so grateful I have my parents to lean on during this time while I'm getting settled and putting down roots here. I'm resetting my whole life and need a home base while I figure out what's next. Your girl just needs a moment to relax and not move again anywhere else for a hot minute. Okay, let's get into today's topic. We're talking about setting boundaries. Now, before I get started, I wanted to give you a trigger warning. In today's episode, I'm going to discuss my personal experience with controlling personalities, emotional manipulation, and being taken advantage of. If these are sensitive topics for you, just take a moment and think about whether you're in the right space to listen to this episode. You may want to hold off until you have support around you, and that's okay. Or maybe you decide not to listen at all. Please just make sure to do what's right for you. So let's get into it. For a significant part of my life, the mere mention of setting boundaries would give me a pit in my stomach. And the thought of actually implementing those boundaries was even more daunting. I got so uncomfortable. I would want to change the subject and avoid it at all costs. I think sometimes going about that conversation can be confrontational and awkward and can cause unpleasant dynamics with friends or family or colleagues. And it's just not a fun thing to do. But that's why we're talking about it today, witches. 
We've got to learn how to set boundaries. And we've got to get comfortable with doing it consistently because unfortunately, you're going to need to do it more than once in your life. So let's talk about what it means to set a boundary. Setting boundaries is like being the director of your own personal movie. You're the one calling the shots, deciding who and what gets the most screen time in your life. It's about recognizing that you have the power to write your own script, pick your own cost, and choose the scenes that serve your plot the best. And in a more realistic sense, setting boundaries means identifying your needs, wants, and limits and communicating them clearly to others. It's like drawing a line in the sand that tells people, this is where my personal space begins and I would like you to respect that. Now, if you're thinking, this sounds scary and a bit selfish, let me reassure you. This isn't about shutting people out or being unkind. It's about self-love and self-respect. So how have I set boundaries in my own life? The filter is coming off, friends. The wall is coming down. Get ready for the tea. There was someone in my life, in my past, that was taking advantage of me, and over time, that grew into emotional manipulation. Obviously, that person is going to remain nameless, and I want to start off by saying, I was blind to it for a really long time. And I look back on it now and I'm like, girl, how the fuck couldn't you see that? People in my life back then, they all knew. They could all see it. And there were so many red flags. This person really struggled holding on to close friendships. And I always found that odd, but now I know why they couldn't maintain them. When I first met them, they helped me through a really challenging period in my life and I ended up forming this unhealthy attachment. And I always felt like I owed them a lot, and being in that position made me even more vulnerable to manipulation. This person had a fucking skill at identifying weakness in people and using that to get really close to them. I saw people left, right, and center fall into this trap. We would go out and meet random people, and I would see them divulge really big, personal, emotional things to this person within the first few hours of meeting them. I think it's because of the facade and personality this person had carefully curated and constructed to give the illusion that they were popular and attractive and admired. And I would see people so excited just to feel important and included by this person. And then I would watch as they formed very close attachments over a few weeks, and then this person would just cut them off ruthlessly and without hesitation, so suddenly that these people just didn't even know what had happened to them. And the scariest part was, I watched this happen countless times, and then I would buy into whatever reason this person gave me as to why they had to go. And I remember it making so much sense, and I ended up agreeing with them in the end. And then they started taking advantage of me. It started by making comments about who I was dating, planting these little seeds of doubt into my mind over time. And they would say things like, well, you know, they're actually the type of person I would go for. And they would get inappropriately close to my boyfriends and make me feel sick to my stomach. And that's when I first started setting a boundary. But it was much later than it should have been. And they started to gaslight me. A lot. 
They told me I was projecting my own insecurities onto them and they were treating my partners like they would a sibling and that I was crazy for thinking otherwise. I don't know about you, but I don't know anybody that runs up and bachelorette style hugs another person's boyfriend. Then as I started to create space and distance after starting to see what was happening, I realized how deep I was in. I started saying no to hanging out, another boundary that created issues. The person would then start to make me feel super guilty for not being around. And a couple of times here and there, I would cave just so I could see them and reset that virtual clock, so to speak. I would think to myself, well, I've seen them this week, so maybe I don't have to see them again until next week. Red flag, red flag, red flag, friends. I hope you're seeing that. I would see their name come up on my phone and my stomach would just sink. I would start to not answer their calls and only respond to every other message. And that's when the emotional manipulation really ramped up. They knew I felt indebted to them. They knew I considered them family because at that point in my life, my family was in Australia and I was in the U.S. and they didn't have any kind of immediate support around me. And they took advantage of that and exploited my loyalty toward them. And when they realized what I was doing, they would start to go out to the bars and get super drunk and text me incomplete, very vague messages that would make me worry about them. And that was a new angle. I would end up trying to figure out where they were, if they were okay, if they needed help. And that's when I realized it was another tactic. And that was one of the hardest boundaries to set because I felt somewhat responsible for their safety as a close friend. Then I caught them talking shit and undermining me to several people in my life. And when confronted, they always seemed to talk their way out of it. And that's when I finally cut them off. I had set boundary after boundary, and that was the lost straw. No matter how much I felt like I owed them or needed to be there for them or fantasized about the good times we had had, I knew I couldn't entertain that for a second longer. We talk about this concept of service a lot on the podcast. People serve us in our life or they add value is another way to say that. And we add value to theirs. And at that point, I realized there was no value added. And my own joy, personal happiness, and energy was greatly compromised. And that was the first time in my whole life I have ever set a boundary like that and taken away somebody's access to me. Until that point, I hadn't realized, but over those last few months, it felt like someone was sitting on my chest. And when I finally cut that person off, I felt the biggest, most profound release I've ever felt. And that was the start for me of really curating who I allow to be in my life and who has access to me, because that kind of behavior puts you in an emotional and spiritual chokehold. And we don't have any time for that. And not only was it a sign to the universe that I wasn't going to entertain that kind of negativity anymore, it created space for a new, more fulfilling friendship, one that I know is going to last for a lifetime. So why are we talking about this? What does setting boundaries have to do with the law of attraction? When you set healthy boundaries, you're sending a message to the universe that says, I value myself. 
I know what I deserve and I'm not going to settle for anything less. And you know what? The universe is listening. It's a key principle of manifestation and the law of attraction. So let's break it down even more. Here are 10 ways that setting boundaries actually helps with manifestation. Number one, it creates clarity. Setting boundaries helps you define what you want and what you don't want in your life. And that clarity brings you closer to your desires, which is critical for manifestation. The clearer you are about your intentions, the more likely you are to manifest them. Number two, it allows for energy focus. Boundaries help you focus your energy and attention on what actually matters to you. Manifestation requires the alignment of thought and energy with that of your desires. By setting boundaries, you can channel that energy effectively and not spend it elsewhere dealing with consequences of people that are overstepping. And that brings me to number three. It prevents negative energy drain. Boundaries help you protect yourself and your vibrational state from negative influences that can really sabotage your energy. We already know that negative energy can hinder manifestation, so protecting your energy field is crucial. Number four, it promotes self-love and respect. Setting boundaries is the ultimate sign of self-love and self-respect. When you prioritize your needs and well-being, you're sending a message to the universe that you deserve the best. This positive self-perception is a magnet to help you attract and align with your goals. Number five, it enhances personal power. These boundaries, they're helping you reclaim your personal power by asserting your needs and making clear decisions about what you allow into your life. And manifestation relies on that personal power and the belief in your ability to create your own reality. Number six, it supports your emotional well-being. Setting healthy boundaries can lead to improved mental and emotional health. And a balanced emotional state is such an important and critical factor of manifestation because it helps you maintain a high vibrational state, which we all know is critical for attracting your desires. Number seven, it creates space for new opportunities. By setting boundaries, you can let go of unwanted situations, relationships, negative energy, and make room for new positive experiences and opportunities that do align with your goals. We've talked about this before. Loss is a great indication that the universe is clearing space for something even better and more in alignment with your highest self. Number eight. It fosters intuition. When you set boundaries, you often have to listen to your inner voice or intuition, and that is great practice for us. It can enhance your intuitive abilities, which is so beneficial in guiding you towards your manifestation goals in the long run. And the better we get at listening to our intuition, the faster we're going to see ourselves aligning with the things that are for our greatest good. What are we at? Number nine. It strengthens belief and confidence. By first setting and then maintaining boundaries, you're proving to yourself that you are in control of your own life. And this can increase your belief in your creator abilities and boost your confidence. We know how important that is to manifestation. You are the creator, orchestrator, and director of your life. 
And you're in control and have the power to change the course of that at any time. Number 10, it opens your eyes to synchronicities. If you're consumed in mind, body, and spirit with somebody that is overstepping in your life, you aren't going to have the space to see what's happening right in front of you. Remember the reticular activating system? We talked about it a couple of weeks ago. If you're struggling with someone in your life, it's pretty much guaranteed that your RAS is preoccupied. Boundaries can allow you the space and perspective to step back and actually see those synchronistic events and experiences that are in alignment with your goals. By saying no to what doesn't serve you, you're saying yes to what does, which brings you closer to your manifestations. And I think we had 10 and we're at 10. I lost count. But the last one here is just a summary and a key point I want to stress. When you set boundaries, you set the standard for your future self. When you start to take back that power and control of your life, you're going to see that the caliber and quality of those people you meet in the future are just so much more in alignment with your higher self. You're setting the standard for how you allow people to associate with you, show up for you, be in a relationship with you. And it's a fucking privilege to be in your life. It's not a right. And I think that's where people get really caught up. Nobody has the right to be in your life. Not your parents, children, grandparents, friends, colleagues, your boss, your siblings. The list goes on. Those people have been awarded a privilege. But if they take advantage of you, don't respect you, behave inappropriately toward you time and time again, and you're seeing that behavior become a pattern, they don't get that privilege. I know that's really hard and confronting to deal with. You get to make that decision, though. You don't owe anyone anything except for yourself. You're in control of your own life. It might feel a little uncomfortable at first, especially if you're not used to asserting yourself. But trust me, the peace, freedom, and empowerment you'll experience is all worth it. And remember, in that movie of your life, you are the star. You call the shots. You decide what fits into the storyline. And that, my friends, is the beauty of setting boundaries. Okay, what do I have to tell you this week? Well, there have been some major updates to the Heal Yourself with LOA website. I mean, a top-to-bottom renovation. Huge. I know the free resources tab went missing for a week, but it is back up on live, and the free ebook, Your Self-Forgiveness Formula, is available there if you haven't downloaded it already. I highly encourage you to go and check it out. I'm building this platform out slowly, and there is so much more to come that I will announce soon, but it looks pretty great as it is, so I definitely go have a look. The link is in the show notes, and you can also access it from our Instagram page, which is also at Heal Yourself with LOA. LOA as in the law of attraction. And before I sign off today, I just wanted to take a moment to thank all of you. It's an honor and privilege for me to be your host. So many of you, I'm like kind of getting emotional. So many of you take the time out of your busy lives to listen to this every week. And you allow me into your personal space, into your home, into your car and your workplace, into your ear. 
And that's something I'm so grateful for. I started this podcast as a hobby, and I'm so excited about what it's grown into. So many of you subscribe and listen, and now you're part of a community. A community of wellness witches, which I think about basically like a health and wellness queen with a sprinkle of spirituality. And I want you to know, I don't take that lightly. It's very humbling for me to see the growth and the increased interest and the ratings and the reviews coming through. And that's a big part of how new listeners find us. So thank you for taking the time to listen and to do that. It means the world to me. And just know, I continue to learn and grow so I can share that value and those learnings here with you. And on that note, that's all for today, friends. Peace, love, and mung beans. Bye.